The AI Today podcast, produced by Cognolytica, cuts through the hype and noise to identify what is really happening now in the world of artificial intelligence. Learn about emerging AI trends, technologies, and use cases from Cognolytica analysts and guest experts. Hello and welcome to the AI Today podcast. I'm your host, Kathleen Walsh. And I'm your host, Ronald Schmelzer. And, you know, again, thanks for joining us in AI Today. We are much of the way or a lot of the way through our glossary series. We actually have a lot more to go. And if you are new to the AI Today podcast and you just stumbled upon us by doing a search on, say, the term that we're covering this glossary uh, podcast episode, you should know we got lots more. So subscribe, listen to our past ones. Of course, we have lots of other podcast episodes. We've been going strong for five years and over 300 plus episodes, and we haven't been doing glossary this whole time. So we actually something something we started fairly recently, mainly as we uh, realized that people are unfamiliar with some basic terms for AI, machine learning, and big data. So listen to our other podcasts on you know, uh, use case series and our interviews with uh, experts that are do- putting AI into, into practice today. Of course, our failure series and lots of other things. But uh, we want to get into it so we can get started and talk a little more about what we have planned for you in our, this glossary uh, podcast episode. So on today's podcast, we're going to be going over the terms K-nearest neighbor and lazy learning. So that if it comes up in conversation, you'll understand at a high level what it is. So K-nearest neighbor, also sometimes called KNN, is a machine learning algorithm used primarily for classification in which the machine aims to find the classification based on the nearest K neighbors in a data set. And K is being this user-defined variable. So you set it if it's three, if it's six, if it's eight, whatever it is, you set the uh, the K. And then it just helps to figure out how many neighbors it should evaluate. So, you know, the closest uh, examples. So what we'll, so for example, here to help visualize this, we'll say we put um, a dot down and then we go, well, you know, what class is it in? Is it going to be in class A or class B? Well, if I set K to three, for example, it'll look at the three closest neighbors and say, all right, there's two in class B and one in class A. So K, you know, this dot that I've set must be in class B because I'm only looking at three because K we defined as three. But maybe I'm like, all right, well, let me just see what'll happen if I make K six, for example, because this is, you know, the user defined uh, that I'm looking at. And so I expand out to six nearest neighbors. Well, when I do that, now there's four nearest neighbors in class A and only two in class B. So once I've expanded from three to six, the dot now falls into class A rather than class B. So you can see that, you know, depending on what you set K to will change the answer of what you're trying to look at sometimes. Yeah. Now, if you're not familiar with what we're talking about in terms of dots and locations and things like that, you have to think about this in terms of dimensions, which we've spent time in previous episodes talking about where, it, you know, if you think of your data plotted on multiple axes, you know, one axis could be age and that goes between zero and whatever the top number is. And another axis could be income. And I'm trying to, and I have these categories of, let's say I'm trying to do, should I give this person a loan or not? And, you know, I've already defined it, you know, through my previous data, I say, okay, well, these people get a loan and those people get a loan. Well, what I can do is instead of trying to draw lines and do probabilities and these other approaches, which are other approaches for classification, and we address them on other podcast episodes, 
episodes. Maybe the sort of the easiest way is just like, hey, just as Kathleen mentioned, let's just plot the dot for your age and income and look at the nearest folks who I've either granted a loan to, which might be the class A, or not granted a loan to, which might be the class B. And uh, as Kathleen mentioned, one of the challenges here is is figuring out how many K, how much K should be. The the this is actually called the style of learning is called lazy learning because the idea here is that we don't spend any time drawing lines we don't spend any time doing decision boundaries we don't do all any of this computational stuff we actually shift all of that work until the time i need to make a decision until then i'm just like plotting dots do 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 and then someone goes oh find the uh, seven nearest neighbors. And by nearest, it looks at it plots a dot on that dimension that does a little, you know, draws a circle. If you're in two dimensions, maybe a sphere, if you're in three dimensions, something like a sphere, you know, a multidimensional sphere and, and more dimensions and just looks to see what's inside of that circle or that sphere. And the benefit of that is that we definitely can save a lot of time in uh, machine learning training, we could spend a lot of com complexities. Also, works with a small number of dimensions. This works with a small amount of data, but of course, uh, doesn't really. It starts to have problems as we get into higher, higher levels of of uh, data. As our data becomes more sparse, we talked about this with the curse of dimensionality: more dimensions, more data, more problems. Right. Um, and also, you know, it can get a little bit more computationally intensive if I have a lot of dimensions and I'm plotting it down. I'm trying to figure out all those nearest neighbors. And of course, it comes down to deciding on K. So you can have very different results depending on, on the K. And there are approaches for that. We won't go into the, in this podcast. But it is a very useful approach. And people do use K nearest neighbors for a whole lot of applications. One of those applications might be, you know, for uh, recommendation systems where I want to see, you know, if I plot these things, I want to say, well, what should I recommend for you? I can plot a dot based on, let's say, the price of the item or the category of the item. And I can look at other items that I've you know, recommended, let's say there's a category, sure, should I recommend this tent or not? Well, I could take a look and draw a circle and figure it out at that point. And maybe it's okay if it takes a little bit longer. And maybe it's okay if I don't have a lot of dimensions. Maybe it's okay. You know, so there are good applications for K-nearest neighbors. Exactly. And that's why we put it in our glossary and we wanted to go over it today. But understanding these terms at a high level and understanding how to apply them are two different things. And that's really where CPMAI comes into play. So the Cognitive Project Management for AI methodology. If you're interested in learning more, we encourage you to sign up for our free intro course that we've put together for our AI Today podcast listeners. You can go to aitoday.live slash CPMAI. And if you'd like to get certified on this, then go to Cognitive Politica.com slash CPMAI. I know many of our podcast listeners have taken the course and are certified. So we would love to add to that growing list of folks that are CPMAI certified from around the globe. I'll make sure to link to both of them in the show notes so that you can also just click on the link to get taken to either the free course or the uh, certification as well. So with that, thank you so much for listening and we'll catch you at the next episode. And that's a wrap for today. To download this episode, find additional episodes and transcripts, subscribe to our newsletter and more, please visit our website at Cognolitica.com. Join the discussion in between podcasts on the AI Today Facebook group and make sure to join the Cognolitica Facebook page for updates on this and future podcasts. Also subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Google Play and elsewhere to get notified of future episodes. Want to support this podcast and get your message out to our listeners? Then become a sponsor. We offer significant benefits for AI Today sponsors, 
including promotion in the podcast and landing page, and opportunities to be a guest on the AI Today show. For more information on sponsorship, visit the Cognolytica website and click on the podcast link. This sound recording and its contents is copyright by Cognolytica, all rights reserved. Music by Matsu Gravas. As always, thanks for listening to AI Today, and we'll catch you at the next podcast.